job is, whatever your job title is, whatever you've been hired for, you work on that 80% of the time. Um, 20% of the time, you work on your passion project where you're really excited about. You, you, you develop that. You build it out. And again, that's, uh, it, it's something that has really benefited Google because it's, it's used many of these projects to either incorporate into Google um, itself um, or um, it's, it's actually they've spun off as other businesses, but then Google has had the in, uh, opportunity to invest into those businesses. So they end, ends up investing into all these uh, creative types of, of businesses. I believe they did that with uh, Gmail. It was an internal project. Exactly, yeah, actually you're right. Gmail was, um, there's a variety of, of different examples. Some, you know, there's, a, there's a company called Nest that uh, does ba- basically smart, um, um, uh, it, it's, a, it's a smart device that controls your air conditioning and basically knows when you're going to be mm-hmm. home. Um, if you're off, you know, it basically automatically turns it on, regulates everything. If it knows that you're going to be at work at a particular time, it'll automatically turn it off. There's a variety of di- different things. And you've probably seen that Google has um, um, actually kind of split into two companies. There's something now called Alphabet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen this. Mm-hmm. Um, al- so there's Alphabet and Google. And basically Alphabet is, has become a business vehicle that allows them to put all these spin-off companies into one uh, business. So that's actually how they're kind of keeping all these businesses within. Uh, so yeah, check out Alphabet if you're interested in that. For 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 an entrepreneur who's who's listening out there who would want to uh, get into the scale of of, of the business, how, how would you how would you be able to do that? You know, looking at your workforce and then saying, okay, I want to be able to do the eighty twenty model in in, in our economy. How would you do that? Sure. Well. Um, I guess there's there's two parts to that question. If I let me first talk about scale, um, and then I'll talk about the eighty twenty model. Mm-hmm. Um, scale is is something that's that's really important. And and if if you're looking to you know be an entrepreneur as I define it, where you we're looking for scale, um, it's it's a, a new way of thinking. Um, you know, so for example, um, you need there's a there's a there's an old uh, entrepreneurship saying that says that you need to work on your business, not in your business. So, you know, if you are, um, what, what's a good example I can give? Um, let's say you are, you want to start a maid service. You want to provide maids to houses. Um, if you are somebody who's actually going to go in and be the maid, you're not going to be, you, you're limited to basically just that. You know, you are working as a maid in a house. But if you want to actually build a business where you are providing maids, you need to work on the business, which means you need to work on the models that, uh, or the, the functions where you recruit, how do you recruit and find new maids? How do you advertise the business? Um, how do you, um, yeah, how do you actually just bi- build the business itself? And then you hire new people, and your role is now um, basically building new products, um, underst- you know, and and um, and ensuring that the business is working properly. That accounts knows how to do the right billing. It knows how to um, that that uh, HR builds new ways to recruit, builds new ways of training. And basically, you're working on those things um, to, to build out the business. You're not working as a maid. You're not working as a marketer. You're not working as an HR person. You're not working as an accountant. You're basically just working on putting all the right pieces together. So that's, that's kind of how you start to build scale is when you, when you are starting to build the business itself rather than working in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think your que- what was your question about eighty twenty model? How do yeah. I? Uh, how do you how do you incorporate that in, in into uh, our economy? So if you were to do do that, you yeah, have, you have the scale. How do you uh, uh, apply the eighty twenty model in your business? Yeah, so it's you know it it takes a really forward thinking um, manager or CEO or owner, or owner to actually do this. Um, 
you know, when you look at, I'm sure we can all think of businesses in Zambia, which started out with the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really exciting when they came out. And then over time, they basically just continued to do the exact same thing. And after a few years or maybe a decade, um, they became obsolete. I mean, probably the best examples, the easiest things to think of are like clubs, if you, you know, for people who go out clubbing or like restaurants, pubs, yeah, restaurants. you know, pubs. Exactly. You know, they came out, they were really nice. And then you see after a couple of years, they just start to go down and people start going there. And that's because, you know, they don't continually improve. Um, so, you know, somebody who who's interested in the 80-20 model needs to is somebody who's forward thinking enough to say, you know, our business as it is today is not going to survive 10 years. It's not going to survive, you know, uh, 20 years. We need to continually improve the business. We need to continually innovate within our business to stay relevant. And so, yeah, that's, you know, then you just, once you've made that decision, then you basically are giving your um, your employees the time and the leeway um, to to go out and, and explore what what they're interested in and explore how they can do things better. Uh, how do you practically tap into the some of the ideas that your employees may have to to make that model work? Do you, do you offer them partnerships? Do you offer them? Uh, uh, higher wages. How how do you how, how would you apply it in 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 our environment? Yeah, I think there's different ways. Um, I mean, uh, okay, my, I'll, I'll give you an example. My business mentor, uh, who is who's uh, he, he's known to the startup hour community. His name is uh, startup junction community. His name is Sipo Piri. Ding ding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what he's done is he's actually said, okay, I'm gonna within my business. He runs. A number of different businesses, but the, probably the most well-known one is uh, Leopard's Hill Memorial Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also working on a power project. But he said within his business, okay, um, we're going to actually split off the different business units and let them become their own companies. So um, he has, you know, he had a legal department, um, and people, and you know, they were doing legal stuff for his businesses, but they were also very interested in like. Um, helping other people register their business. He said, okay, great. I'm going to actually let you become your own company. You know, they were formerly my employees. We're going to register you as your own separate business. You know, I'll own a piece of it because I helped you get started. Um, I gave you some of the funding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I gave you some of the training. You guys got started here, so I own a piece of it. But you as the individuals that work in it also, you know, own the majority of it. Um, and now, you know, instead of just doing legal stuff for his companies, they can do legal uh, So work. they become a law firm. Yeah, they basically become a law firm. Mm-hmm. And they were able to split off from there because they had that interest to do a variety of different things. So I think you know, it also depends on the, the people who are, are doing it. So if somebody is interested in becoming an entrepreneur and building their own company, then you can let them go off and do that um, while, uh, while um, keeping a piece, uh, keeping a stake of it yourself because you've helped them get there. Um, and you'll continue to support them. And oftentimes... It's very it's very um, beneficial for for these companies because the big company becomes um, the first customer of that new company. So, for example, you know this law firm, uh, this new law firm was able to actually sustain themselves even when they became a new th- a new company because the majority, at least in the beginning, the majority of their business was coming from Sipo's companies. Mm-hmm. So he's still supporting them, um, but then as time goes on, they're able to 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 build up.